You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number 39. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, as I'm recording this, I am in St. Louis visiting my son and his wife, and we're staying at a hotel while they renovate their house. And we are staying in a hotel that is absolutely beautiful. It is a new residence inn, and we just came into town in the afternoon, and it just happens to be a Friday, and we're looking forward to a wonderful weekend with family and our new grandson. Well, the weather here is actually cool and dry and just perfect for some golf and a trip to the botanical gardens on Saturday. I know that we're going to have just a great time. So today I want to discuss Friday night drinking and over drinking and why we drink or over drink in the first place and how to cut back, especially when trying to fast off alcohol during the week, like in my coaching course, including Fridays. So Fridays like today are the toughest for me. And that is why I'm doing this podcast. It's just really funny. I have to share with you just what happened when I walked into the hotel. I'm actually doing really, really well with them, but I want to tell you that it's all about desire. And I just wanted to share a little bit about my story. So drinking and eating is really about your desire and how to handle cravings. And we've talked about this before in the past. So on a Friday night, the craving for a drink always comes for me because I have drank for so long and I feel a slight desire for that end of the week time for fun drink that I've trained myself to desire on Fridays for the last about 40 years. And then guess what? I don't drink. So what's happening is after every desire comes a reward. And what I have found this year in 2023 is that the reward of fasting for priests and other members of my family on this day, as well as keeping my lengthy string of not drinking days on Fridays, this keeps me sober and fasting on this important day of the week because I haven't had a drink on a Friday in 2023 except for one that I'll talk about later. It really is all about my desire to fast for Our Lady on Wednesdays and Fridays. And for so long, it was fine on Wednesdays, but it was that Friday night drink that kept me from the fast off of sugar, flour, and alcohol. But now all I need to do is bring that unconscious desire up to my prefrontal cortex, my thinking part of the brain, where I can really think about my thinking. I can remember what day it is, why I'm not drinking, and then I simply don't drink. It's taken me a while to get here. At this time, my thoughts do think that these sober Friday nights are not as fun (laughs) as drinking Friday nights used to be, but I'm working on those lies as well. Because honestly, alcohol doesn't bring the fun. I bring the fun. It's all about my desires and my thoughts. So if I think it's going to be great fun, then it will, but it's taking some time and it may take some time for you as well. 
I have really come a long way this year. Years ago, it was my desire for Friday night pizza with sausage and mushrooms. And then it was my desire for cream in my coffee. And now I'm dealing with the desire for alcohol, but I've beat the cream in my coffee. I've beat the sausage, um, especially on the pizza. Now the pizza altogether, because I'm trying to fast off, um, sugar flour and alcohol on Fridays. And this is the hardest one is, is the Friday night drinking, but you know, it's, it just takes work and it takes substitution. It takes thoughts. It takes just tweaking your desire a little bit with the graces from, from God that he will give you to do this so that you can fast on these days. So now I can joyfully say that I do joyfully fast on Wednesdays and Fridays after three years of hard work and much grace from God. Everything takes time, my friends, but we really want it to be instantaneous, don't we? We really want it to be a thing that happens tomorrow and it just doesn't work that way. Sorry. It it just, it just takes time to learn the skill of Catholic fasting. The amazing part is that if you keep trying and failing in the spirit of nunc chapi, and that is beginning again with gentle repentance, then your efforts, even those that have failed, have tremendous merit before God. God simply cannot be outdone in generosity. So even if you try and fail, it's so worth it because one day you'll wake up and you're going to be able to fast off of sugar, flour, and alcohol on Wednesdays and Fridays and all week as well. So Let me go back to Friday night drinking and back to the alcohol because I want to tell you about my story and I hope it helps you because I work really hard at not drinking during the week, especially on these Fridays. And when I say drinking, it's just a glass of wine or two and a few hard seltzers. It's really no more than that. But the thing is, I do not want to drink at all during the week in the name of a spiritual purpose for each day for God. So this takes work for a person who has decided to desire alcohol most evenings in the spirit of fun um, in the past. So it's happening now and it's glorious and I love it. It's a lot of work, but I'm learning so much. So let's go back to me checking into our hotel because after we checked in, we had some time to ourselves as the kids finished up their work and we headed out to this super cozy outdoor space in the hotel with gorgeous wicker furniture and fluffy white cushions and a fire crackling in the fireplace. My first thought was, oh my gosh, this is a perfect spot for a drink and a little snack to begin the weekend. I was thinking wine and cheese, you know, something fun, right? That's always the word fun. Well, it just so happened to be a very overcast and cool day. And that space was really inviting for just something like that. We were a little tired from the six hour drive, but also excited to see the kids and definitely ready to start the weekend. So when the thought popped up, it was quickly followed by the negative emotion of sadness with the next thought, oh, it's Friday. I don't drink on Fridays. I fast from sugar, flour, and alcohol on Fridays for all of those struggling with alcohol, especially those closest to me, for all priests and strong men in the church. Nope, no alcohol for me. And then just like that, the desire was gone. And I put that alcohol right out of my mind and the sadness shifted into courageous resolve. And that is the feeling that I typically work from now. I've learned ahead of time that the reward of believing that God is 100% working on the spiritual purpose that I am fasting for is greater than the dopamine hit and the buzz from the drink. 
And then Saturday mornings are completely awash with accomplishment in co-redeeming with God. This small action leads me into an ever-deepening relationship with our Lord. What else? What else, Lord, can we do? I strive to align my will with yours. Yes, just delaying a couple drinks on a Friday night will have you right in this spot, piercing a hole in that drinking desire. And because this is a special Friday, because we are out of town with family, I did plan ahead of time and I am allowing myself some sugar and flour items, just a few, but no alcohol and no meat. Those are Wednesday and Friday non-negotiables that I fast from. I have been fasting off these two substances for seven months now on these days, and although it is getting easier, it is with strong conviction and intentional will that I do it. I'm slowly killing my desire for alcohol by not feeding it, and I'm also learning so much more about it. Killing desire is not automatic, and I still have a momentary feeling of sadness when Fridays roll around, like I've lost an old friend. It's so crazy. I'm learning just how addictive alcohol is, even in small amounts. It's so interesting. And I remind myself that alcohol is no friend of mine, never has been, and never will be. I love how Annie Grace in her book, This Naked Mind, says this, alcohol is small and irrelevant in my life. That is her favorite thought. Alcohol is small and irrelevant in my life. I say that all the time and the results are speaking for themselves. I keep the faith that my alcohol-free efforts are changing lives other than my own. It is interesting. If I'm at home and nothing's going on, it's not very difficult to fast. But when I'm around parties and out of town in a celebration atmosphere like this weekend, it's definitely harder because I still associate alcohol with fun. I'm working hard on these cues and associations. I can create cognitive dissonance within myself if I go right to the thought, oh, but wait, being sober is fun. Okay. I know being sober is fun and I know I can get there, but I I actually don't believe that yet on a Friday night. It's so weird, but being sober is rewarding and that is for sure. And I can totally get behind that statement that being sober is rewarding. And one day I'm going to say that being sober on a Friday night and a Saturday night and forever is so much fun. It is also good for me and for others, especially for our highest good in reaching heaven. The fun will come. I am in the process of redefining fun anyway. There is a deliverance prayer out of the book called Deliverance Prayers written by Father Chad Ripperger that has helped me to stop the association between alcohol and fun especially on Friday nights. And it goes like this. Into thy hands, Mary, I commend my body and my soul. I ask thee to provide for them and to protect them. I ask thee to protect them from the evil one. I ask thee to enlighten my mind, strengthen my will, and refrain my appetites by grace. Our Lady and St. Michael, call down from heaven the legions of angels under your command to protect me. I ask of thee all the things I ask of my guardian angel. My guardian angel, under thy intellectual and volitional protection, I place my body. I ask thee to illumine my mind and refrain my appetites. I ask thee to strengthen my cogitative power, my memory, and my imagination. Help me to remember the things I should and not remember the things I should not. Help me to associate the things I should and not to associate the things I should not. Give me good, clear images in my imagination. I ask thee to drive away all the demons that might affect me while I sleep and throughout the course of the day. Help me to sleep, and if thou should deem it prudent, direct my dreams. Help me to arise refreshed. Amen.
This is a beautiful prayer asking for the grace to refrain your appetites and to get into uh, the delay in pray and fasting. This will help you tremendously. And your guardian angel, St. Michael the Archangel, and Our Lady is there to help you. And if you're taking my delay and pray course, you will understand that when the world comes into your brain through your five senses, this data is unified by your imagination, associates it with other memories, creates a thought, which then creates an emotion or desire. This is a cascade, which happens with, all, it's happening all the time when you're thinking. Then we as rational souls can decide to think about our thinking. We have the power to reason, judge, and understand the thought and change the desire over time, fueling our intellect and talking our will into doing what is best for our highest good and that of others, trading our life of me, me, me into a life of we and helping others. This is the virtuous trajectory of a saint, thinking about our thinking and changing our desires over time with the help of God and his grace. This takes time. It takes fueling your intellect with truthful information, believing that God is 100% in your corner and that sober inebriation is a gift. I'm counting on that. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm working hard at it. Again, it takes faith and works to get things done for Jesus. You need both for spiritual fasting. It really does get easier, but you've got to get going. Here are some thoughts that keep my desire to fast from sugar, flour, and alcohol, especially on Wednesdays and Fridays. I don't drink on Wednesdays and Fridays. All my dreams are coming true, and those dreams don't include alcohol. I love the steady dopamine hits of accomplishment every Saturday morning when I wake up. Wow, another Friday night without alcohol while fasting for others. How amazing. Thank you, Jesus. These are the thoughts that I think all of the time. So I practice the thought that I don't drink on Fridays all of the time. That is the one that really helps me. It's very quick. Um, it's something that I can say over and over and over again. And I haven't had a drink on a Friday in all of 2023, except for a few planned drinks on one Friday during vacation in February. But I leave that out because it's too hard to say. And those drinks were planned and I really learned from them because I thought I needed alcohol and vacation at the time. I thought, oh my gosh, what is it going to be like to not drink on a Friday night during vacation? You know, there goes that association thing again. But I learned that I don't need it and it wasn't worth it. That February Friday was the beginning of my new sober life of no drinking Fridays in 2023. So why do I associate alcohol with fun? Well, alcohol is part of our culture, especially as Catholics. Most of us have been unconsciously conditioned to believe that alcohol is an important part of life. We need it to relax, to have fun. My goodness, to end the work week, the work day, or even soothe loneliness. Being part of a large Catholic family, I mean, we drank and we drank a lot. Even now, as I'm still part of a large Catholic family, we, we always have drinks at every gathering. There's nothing wrong with this, except that when I started to have real interest and conviction in fasting off alcohol on Fridays for the Blessed Mother, I couldn't do it. Alcohol was keeping me from my Friday fast. It was also affecting my weight and sometimes how I acted. I have a very boisterous personality and I can be a little crazy when I drink too much. So, I mean, I've said some things I don't mean, and I've had headaches the next morning. And you know what? At one point, I just decided a while back, I just want to stop. I've been thinking about this actually for a really long time. And then Catholic coaching came into my life and I realized that it's totally possible. 
Plus it started to ruin my sleep alcohol. That is fun fact. Alcohol inhibits good sleep and often leaves you wide awake in the middle of the night because here is what alcohol does to your brain. When you have a drink, the alcohol artificially stimulates the pleasure center in your brain called the nucleus accumbens. You receive a feeling of euphoria due to endorphins being released. And at the same time, the hormones that are working in the pleasure center, which are dopamine and serotonin, they are becoming imbalanced. Dopamine is responsible for desire and craving, and that's going up while serotonin, which controls satiety and inhibition, that's going down. Okay. You can already see what's happening here. As more dopamine is being released in your system, there is more desire for alcohol. And since there is less serotonin present, the situation results in less discipline and care about long-term goals for sure. So you reach for another drink. Okay. And then on top of all this, because the body craves homeostasis and is trying to process the alcohol out of your system as fast as possible, your brain sends out dynorphin, which is a chemical depressant to counteract the endorphins that have been artificially stimulated by the alcohol. Again, pushing you toward another drink. Oh gosh, this sounds messy, doesn't it? I mean, this is really hard on your body actually. A good analogy to remember about alcohol is to compare it to your life as a truck going downhill. Life is going fast for all of us. And you think you need alcohol to ride the brakes to slow it down. And because alcohol is a depressant, it slows down our energy for a moment before our brain releases stimulants to counteract the suppression. And round and round we go. We speed up and tap the brakes for relief with alcohol. And then out of habit, when life starts going fast again the next day, your body desires the brakes. Even if you don't want it, your body's asking for it. So here's the question I started asking myself. Why am I drinking? Why am I applying the brakes to my sweet life? That's what I wanted to know. And that's what I'm working on. As you can see, alcohol is no friend to the body or the brain. Some people can easily desire a half a glass of wine on a Saturday night. Some cannot stop at three. I guess it depends on the desire and the addiction. I desire to be that first person. And since desire is driven by reward, I know I will do it. The non-drinking Friday nights were the first step And it is really so, so good with spiritual fasting. It starts with our desire. My desire to fast on Fridays is determined by my thoughts. Thoughts always determine our results. The thought that seemed to drive the Friday night need for alcohol is that alcohol is part of ending the work week, just part of every weekend of fun and even a large part of the celebration of life. And through prayer and a lot of work, I had to change that. So I began to question those thoughts. Are they true? Do I need alcohol on Friday nights or even in my life on the weekends at every party celebration? Do I need it there? Huh? Interesting question. So far, we know the answer. Of course, I don't need it. The answer is no. The answer is no. No one needs alcohol. So now we go about the dirty business of living those thoughts out in complete and utter joy with fasting, with spiritual fasting. Go back to Annie Grace's thought where she says that alcohol is small and irrelevant in my life. Wow. That is a great thought. It's not that I can never have it. It's not that I will never drink it again. It's that it's small and irrelevant in my life. It's something that your brain can actually work with and not be scared of. Alcohol is not needed and best consumed in great moderation. 
sparingly even. I laugh as the Beth from college is like rolling her eyes, lifting her eyebrows saying, girl, you know, that's not true. We had so much fun. (laughs) And I would like to say to college Beth, oh, did we, did we have fun college Beth? Weren't we hung over a lot? Again, let's define fun here. Fun is living a life for others instead of myself. And I know, I know I'm a lot older now, but fun really for me is fasting on Friday nights, making first Saturday morning mass a priority over Friday night drinks. It's just taken me a while to figure this out and I'm still working on it. I've cracked the code of Fridays, but I'm still working on Saturdays because they can get away from me. I have not consistently arrived at stopping at the six ounce pour yet, but I'm close. It's all about desire and desire is something we learn and desire is something we seek from God. It is definitely a choice, but is often unconscious and almost programmed into us as a really good thing. So we have to shift it into a really good thing. I've talked about this before, that the brain loves patterns. And when we constantly believe in something like alcohol as better than it really is and repeat ingesting it over and over, it does become a habitual substance. It goes from thinking about a conscious decision to drink it with our prefrontal cortex to an automatic function in our lower brain. It's very unconscious. We don't even know we want it, but we do. For me, drinking alcohol on Friday and Saturday nights was like brushing my teeth every morning and night. It's what you do on the weekends, but it doesn't have to be this way. So introducing a spiritual purpose, fueling my intellect with truthful information, and then getting coaching on my thoughts and desires about it has brought me a really long way. I am changing my desire for drinking during the weeknights and on Friday nights, week by week and month by month. It isn't easy, but it is possible. And the beautiful thing is, is that the discomfort that I'm experiencing is helping others. That is the key, going from me to we. It is redemptive suffering and it is worth something, not only to me and my soul, but to the souls that I know and love as well. This makes it possible. Also helpful is the consistency of not having a Friday night drink in 2023. This helps because I don't want to break that streak. It feels good to say it and it is a dopamine hit in itself. The thought here is, I can't believe this is really happening, but it is. And I will not break that streak. I am loving the Saturday mornings. It is great for weight loss and spiritual gain. It is painful and I'm doing it from a place that is very deep, a place that is of God. I cannot explain it. Alcohol can be a weakness of mine and the Holy Spirit is slowly healing that wound day by day. I am patient with the comforter and he is ever so patient with me. You can do it too. I created this desire and with the grace of God, I am going to change it and you can too. I hope this podcast helped you. If you think a friend could use the information, please share it and subscribe, leaving a five-star review if you would, so others will hear the great message of Catholic fasting and learn to fast off sugar, flour, and alcohol, especially on Wednesdays and Fridays this year. Have a great week, my friends. Keep praying and fasting, keep trying, and I will talk to you next week. May God bless you and keep you always.
If you are interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray, a 12-week guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. You won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. This is a group coaching program where you are part of an amazing community of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you, to bring about miracles while losing that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Your purchase includes an online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you need to get you the results you're longing for. Head over to my website right now at thecatholicfastingcoach.com and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to always get the latest daily information to help you keep fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.